Hi everyone. <laughs> Hello. I hope you're all having an amazing day. It's Aisha from God FM. And yes, my sermon today is actually all about the redemption statements of the Lord. I thought I'd turn the volume down there. <laughs> okay, so um, today when I was putting uh, the sermon together, I was actually going to put together all the recordings that I had uh, on Telegram chats and uh, just make one big sort of chat podcast of all the chats and the recordings, but it was very difficult to do it because I had to change the formats. And then I was going through my notes. And as I was doing this, I came across uh, some other things which I thought, well, that, that's probably worth discussing because I'm working on um, AI at the moment and um, bots and black goo and the lights and the transferring of consciousness, uh, the people um, having conversation with uh, AI and AI actually telling them who they are and all sorts of very, very, very interesting things, um, which I'm doing as video uh, as well as an audio. And so it's still not ready because it's taking quite a bit of time to gather all the information and cover it all and uh, put it into a context that would be easy on an audio and also easy on a video. So regardless of how people listen to it, it's got to be easy. So um, as I was going through everything, I thought, well, okay, it was something like 28 recordings. I couldn't do that. So I thought, right, okay, let's go through what sermon bursts I've got to, I can, you know, do a sermon on. Um, and as I was looking through, I came across um, the redemption statement which was a document on my on my folders and my files and i felt the lord pull me to that and he said i want you to discuss this redemption statement and um and how it relates to the bible i was like wow that's very very interesting i really like that i said okay and how it all relates to a redemption statement i thought wow that's okay let's let's go with that i like that and um, and while I was putting all of this together as well, halfway through putting all of the Redemption Statement sermon together, uh, the Lord was telling me to call this other a sermon about AI and everything, to call it AI um, and cover all the different topics within it, because AI is demons. But anyway, it's for another day. Um, okay, so... With the redemption statement, the first thing I thought, well, okay, what I'll do is I'll look up what redemption statement is on the dictionary, yes, and uh, and I know exactly what the Lord wanted me to talk about because I already had it in my mind. It was like a download instantly. It was like cover this, that, the other, and all these different topics. So I was racing to get it all written down. <laughs> it was such fun. I really enjoyed this today. Okay. So I looked up the uh, redemption statement in the dictionary. What is a uh, redemption statement? 
well, the mortgage redemption statement tells you how much you have left to pay on your mortgage, any interest rates due and associated redemption fees. If you're paying off your mortgage, it's the total bill you'll need to pay. Also, another summary redemption statement means a statement from the commercial lender issued from the time from time to time showing the amount of total outstanding borrowing owed by the borrowers and or the owners to the commercial lender and which has been secured against the property. Examples of redemption statement in a sentence, you shall give notice of redemption in the bank standard form. Notice of redemption request for revised redemption statement. Please submit your request for revised redemption statement via the fax only diddly dum using request for revised redemption statement form. Your solicitor will contact the buyer solicitor to ensure that they have received the search results and the buyer's mortgage offer. You shall speak to your solicitor and try to agree a date for exchange of contracts and completion. Your solicitor will arrange for you to sign the contracts and will request a redemption statement from your lender. It would be advantageous to obtain a quotation from a removal company or registered uh, see France's website or whatever for a removal company. So these are examples here of their illustration of what, how this word comes to be illustrated in a sentence to lead on if you do okay the issuer records the data transmitted in the context of the redemption statement and forwards it to the loyalty partner where RECSC scheme member has been asked to produce a redemption statement in accordance with section 7.1 then it shall use the redemption statement format identified in the relevant domain scheme protocol of that member you will first need to get a redemption uh, get a statement of what is owed which is called a redemption statement the flight path of all crud flight members from the moment of crud 3's flights on call to CRUDS 2 ground impact are depicted at tab BB-4. I thought this was interesting that it relates to flying as well. The purchaser or a third party nominated by the purchaser shall pay the redemption amount to the prospective creditors in accordance with the redemption statement. With the exception of transmitting the redemption statement, the issuer is not obliged to provide notices to the loyalty partner with effect for the client or to accept and forward notices from the loyalty partner to the client. The financial amount shall be released directly to the developer, vendor or whichever party concerned through the lawyers on the bank's panel against the original certified architect or engineer certificates on work completed and or redemption statements, provided the difference between the financial amount and purchase price due to the vendor slash developer has been settled by you. We've got related to redemption statement as well, distributing statements has the meaning set forth in section 5-02 of the trust agreement. Termination statement means an amendment of a financial statement, which 
The registration statement has meaning set forth in section 603. Exchange registration statement shall have the meaning assigned thereto. Uh, merger registration, exchange offer registration, we've got redemption form, means standardized and prescribed management company to be duly filled by the investor to redeem units and will be stated in this offering document. Um, so we've got lots of references to uh, the redemption statements and when I worked in law, we'd also do a redemption statement, you know, against a purchase. Um, and the way it was done was you, you tallied up all the all the financial costs related to the solicitor's work and um, any other costs related to searches and um, things like that, all the fees of the solicitor, on one column, which was tallied up on the right-hand side, and then underneath it, you'd have the revenue received from the, the company, the mortgage company, minus the fees against the solicitor, and then a final figure that minus one from the other. Um, and then you would have the, the total at the bottom with the amount outstanding. So why is this so relative? Well, because it relates to the Bible. Everything relates to the Bible. It's blow your mind, actually. <laughs> it's just really incredible. Wow, we because it's a statement as well. You know, something that you speak. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the words. Okay. So next heading is the words. The dictionary. A redemption is the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. God's plans for the redemption of His world. And then you've also got, uh, in dictionary, you've got amusement, the state or experience of finding something funny. Uh, we found, we looked with amusement at our horoscopes, full definition, similar saving, saving, freeing from sin, vindication, absolution, the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. The peasants found the terms of redemption unattractive. <laughs> Statement, something that someone says or writes officially. Or an action done to express an opinion. The government is expected to issue a statement about the investigation to, to the press. He produced a signed statement from the prisoner. He threw paint over the fur coats because he wanted to make a statement about the cruelty to animals. We were not surprised by their statement that jobs would be cut. So my thoughts are basically the word had to be spoken in order for it to take full effect. So a redemption statement is something that you redeem and you speak, and then the words manifest and come alive, and this gives it life and makes it real. So it's about believing it and having faith. And that is why Jesus always talks about having faith. In Hebrews 11, colon 6, we have, <laughs> And without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So, amazing. Okay, so then 
this is all in the headings according to what the Lord has shown me. Okay. Redemption in the Bible. Everyone is in need of redemption. Our natural condition was characterized by guilt. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In Romans 3, colon 23, Christ's redemption has freed us from guilt, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Romans 3, colon 24. The benefits of redemption include eternal life, Revelation 5, colon 9 to 10, forgiveness of sins, Ephesians 1, colon 7, righteousness, Romans 5, colon 17, freedom from the law's curse, Galatians 3, colon 13, adoption into God's family, Galatians 4, colon 5, deliverance from sin's bondage, Titus 2, colon 14, and 1 Peter 1, peace with God, Colossians 1, colon 18 to 20. And the dwelling of the Holy Spirit, Corinthians 6, colon 19 to 20. To be redeemed then is to be forgiven, holy, justified, free, adopted and reconciled. See Psalm 130, colon 7 to 8, Luke 2, colon 38 and Acts 20, colon 28. The word redeem means to buy out. The term was used specifically in reference to the purchase of a slave's freedom. The application of this term to Christ's death on the cross is quite telling. If we are redeemed, then our prior condition was one of slavery. God has purchased our freedom and we are no longer in bondage to sin or to the Old Testament law. This metaphorical use of redemption is the teaching of Galatians 3, 13 and 4, 5. Related to the Christian concept of redemption is the word ransom. Jesus paid the price for our release from sin and its punishment. Matthew 20, 28, 1 Timothy 2, 6. His death was in exchange for our life. In fact, Scripture is quite clear that redemption is only possible through his blood, that is, by his death. Colossians 1, 14. The streets of heaven will be filled with former captives who, through no merit of their own, find themselves redeemed, forgiven and free. Slaves to sin have become saints. No wonder we will sing a new song, a song of praise to the Redeemer, who was slain, Revelation 5, colon 9. We were slaves to sin, condemned to eternal separation from God. Jesus paid the price to redeem us, resulting in our freedom from slavery to sin and our rescue from eter the eternal consequences of that sin. Blow your mind, isn't it, eh? So, um, when I was um, putting the final bits of this sermon together, um, I was going to put in a song about redeemed, all right? And then, because um, I had called this the redemption statement. And then the Lord told me he wanted the song from Tears for Fears. And I was like, okay. And um, he played it in my head, but I couldn't really hear exactly what it was. So I put in Tears for Fears. And then, of course, the shout. And then I, I listened to that. I knew it was probably that one. And it was shout, shout, let it all out. And you know, when um, when I played it, I got so much from it. And I want to share that with you also before we go any further. <laughs> so when it was playing, 
it reminded me of, you know, in uh, the story of Joshua, when he goes up against Jericho and we go round Jericho's walls every day and uh, we blow the trumpets. And then on the seventh day, we go around seven times and we blow the trumpets. And then we shout, shout, let it all out. <laughs> because it's a, a very, very clear illustration of the the judgment, I think, in my opinion, um, because it's got the trumpets in it and so many other things as well. <laughs> and... Uh, and Joshua is the son of Nun, of course, and and so is Jesus, really, because Joshua is a precursor for Jesus with that name, but also the fact that he's son of Nun, because by saying someone is son of Nun, son of no one, and so Jesus is the son of no one because he is God eternal, born into the flesh, and is God in the flesh as in the Word, the Word in heaven, and the Word in the flesh, and the Word in the written form. Wow, it's blow your mind. So it's like the ocean. Um, so the fact that Jesus came here as the Word in the flesh, people say, oh, that can't be, he can't be God, who was he praying to? Well, if you take a glass of water out of the ocean, it doesn't stop the ocean from being the ocean, and the same with the Lord. He is still the same. And it's like love as well. You can't conquer love because it's like the ocean also. A bit like the Spirit, how the Lord describes the Spirit, that it goes wherever it wants. And it's, uh, it's, it's everywhere. It's like a consciousness, supernaturally, that connects us all together. So once you've connected up with the love, then you would also be part of that sort of consciousness well this is the way i think of it um and uniting with christ in the spirit but you need to be fully reformed and reborn and alive in christ for that to happen wow this is amazing thank you lord so because we're witnesses um so jesus tells us you'll be my witnesses but you'll only be witnesses if you have eyes to see and ears to hear and you've got the spirit and you're made alive in Christ. Um, and you can only receive that if you've got rid of all the darkness. And that this means that you have to forgive. So if you've got any unforgiveness inside, you have to get rid of it. Because you're not redeemable. Because you haven't received the redeeming. Um, it's like a coupon. So if you get a coupon for milk, you can't go and redeem it twice. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. This is um, all connected at a supernatural level and it's eternal. Um, but you only get one go at it. So you've got to get it right. That's why you've got to be ready, as in read. Or you ha have eyes to see and ears to hear. Yes. That's what I think. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, that was very, very blow your mind, wasn't it? Okay, so uh, also let me just tell you, we're God FM. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Chrome, Apple. Um, all of our sermons on Podbean and our media creations on Telegram, 
God FM Media and God FM News Chat for our chats with everybody and sharing the news. But also we're on BitChute for all our videos if you want to find us. You can also email us admin at godfm.org.uk. Right then, let's get on with this. Um, <laughs> I think that the, all of the words you see all connect and uh, it's just so amazing. And I've written some things about it as well. Um, statement in the Bible, God's word is a statement. In Hebrews 4, colon 12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and the spirit of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Psalm 119, colon 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Matthew 4, colon 4, but he answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. John 1, colon 4, uh, 1, colon 1, <laughs> in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and God was, and the word was God. John 17, colon 17, sanctify them in the truth, your word is truth. 2 Timothy 3, colon 16 to 17. Diddly-dum, just turn the page. Mm-hmm. All scriptures breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Matthew 24, colon 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. You know what this reminds me of is I did the storm in a teacup message. Um, and it's a video on Godfrey Media, on Telegram and also on BitChute, um, also on YouTube and TikTok. And it's, um, it's pretty much everything that's going on here. It's so amazing how he's in tune with the sermon with the storm of the storm in the teacup. Uh, I did that because I had a friend who sent me it's a storm in a teacup and I, it gave me an idea and the Lord gave me this download for all these images and then all the scripture he wanted me to put in it and all the music to attach to it. It was an incredible video, incredible, totally amazing. Okay, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof or correction, and for training and for righteousness. I already said that, so obviously it's repeated, must be important. Isaiah 4, colon 8, the grass withers, the flowers fades, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. Colossians 3, colon 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your hearts to God. Isaiah 55, colon 11, So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. John 1, colon 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son, from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 6, colon 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. 
James 1 colon 21 therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls Proverbs 30 colon 5 every word of God proves true he is a shield to those who take refuge in him Psalm 119.11 I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. 1 Peter 2.2 Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. Proverbs 30.5-6 Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. James 1 colon 22 But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Ephesians 6 colon 17 And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Romans 15 colon 4 For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of scriptures we might have hope. Luke 11, 28 But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. It's amazing. If you hear the word, you've got to keep it. What does this mean? Well, you've got to hold on to it. It's got to be activated. It's got to come alive. You can't let it go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> That's clever, isn't it? <laughs> Hold on to it. It's like, I hear it. Grab it. <laughs> Hold on to it. <laughs> Romans 10, colon 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Deuteronomy 8, colon 3. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live on bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. 1 Thessalonians 2 colon 13 And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what is really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. 2 Timothy 2 colon 15. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of God. John 7 colon 38. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Psalm 119 colon 160. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Psalm 119,9 How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Psalm 33,4 For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done faithfulness in faithfulness. Psalm 119.130 The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. John 15.3 Already you are clean because of the word 
that I've spoken to you. Incredible, isn't it? Because when you think about it, it's a statement. And a statement is so so much because you send someone a statement after you send them an invoice. Okay. If I send an invoice for a bill and the person hasn't paid it, then I'll send a statement. (laughs) But also a statement is a a statement of your old bank balance, like, you know, a statement, you get a printed statement. And then you've got a statement that you speak. It's so interesting, isn't it? And a statement is something that you'd give to the police, isn't it? And then they'd sign it and you'd witness it and put your little signature on it and that would be a statement. Um, If you go before the court, you also sometimes have to have a statement. Um, and, And that can't just be a written statement as well. It has to be uh, signed by a solicitor as a, in the form of an affidavit. And that is an official statement according to the legal system. So very interesting, I think, the word statement. Redemption statements, you see. Mm. Okay, then um, my next heading is meant words. <laughs> so I googled and there was 238 words with the word meant in it, M-E-N-T. I was going to paste them all and read them to you, but 238 is quite a lot, so I'll just discuss discuss the matter at hand. But the words meant so much, so some of these are important, and I have listed some of them for us to go through. Um, But it's also interesting that the word statement is two separate words. So you've got a state, and then you meant it. So you're speaking and you're meaning it as well. Um, so we've got achievement, bereavement, obviously statement, acknowledgement, adjustment, advertisement, fulfillment, just to give you some idea of the words with meant, which are the ones that really jumped at me and I wanted to share. Then we've got state words, reinstate, statement, state, illustrate, devastate, estate, but not so many words with that. Very interesting. Um, then we've got the, my next heading is redeemable. Redeemable, which is redeem and then able, isn't it? Hmm. Very interesting when something is redeemable. It means it can be redeemed and God is able to redeem it. And it also is claimed that the first Adam was an add-on to God. So God is I am, as in am, and then you'd add to God as in add am. Yes, so interesting. And so also Adam is an atom, um, which is also confirmed through understanding what an atom is. Um, And this is all to confirm that the Lord is amazing and he is in control of everything. Everything illustrates his word to be true and that he is God. Um, but it all comes back to Adam and Adam. And also what I've been shown is Adam is a day. Um, and then we have Eve, who is evening. But also Adam is one. And Eve is number two, as in even. Yes, yeah, so very interesting. Hmm. So these are the things I, I get. Um, 
So, for example, I had the whole dictionary pretty much given to me through a download from the Lord one evening, <laughs> half awake, and I was like, wow, it's amazing. And uh, the only word I could remember was the word soil, which is so ill, that's what I got. And so Satan uh, returns to, Satan eats the soil, and Adam returns to the soil, as in so ill, as in your illnesses relate to death, which is soil. So very interesting. Um, also around an atom, you have 12 nucleus surrounding it, which is like the 12 tribes of the Bible and the 12 apostles, but like the reality in the heart is also an anagram for the earth. And the sun rises every day and the son of God also same words spelled slightly different. And these are all what the Lord shows me. So back to Abel, <laughs> what I'm able to tell you <laughs> is that the fact that Abel's name is in the word redeemable, which is redeem and then able, means that the Lord is able to redeem us. And when he created everything, he built everything into the words so that this would confirm that he is God and his true intention that the truth is in the words because the Lord is the word. And he is also the alphabet, alphabet, the alpha and the omega. So this all comes into it as well. So many very interesting elements that draw everything together in the redemption statement, because the redemption statement is a tally of all the different financial transactions, as in your interest rate in the Lord and your testy monies, testi monies. Don't you think that's interesting? And it all connects, huh? Okay. So very interesting. And then, of course, your deeds dictate your deeds of what you will claim in your inheritance. Uh, so you get paper deeds for a, for a property. Um, and uh, you've got your deeds that you're actually writing your deeds as you go along in your life. Um, and your inheritance has already been secured because you have been bought for a price which Jesus paid on the cross according to the will of the Father, and a will cannot be uh, executed or redeemed until someone has died. And so Jesus is all about living, and he's alive, and he overcame death, and the devil is dead because he has lived backwards. It is claimed that Jesus, after he died, went to hell and conquered death with our sins and bought us and redeemed us. And that's what's so important about what Jesus did in redeeming us. He conquered death and he bought us for a price. We can claim that what he has redeemed, our inheritance, later with the Father. So let me read this again. That way we can claim our inheritance from the Father who is able to provide, <laughs> as in redeemable, through what he had originally planned all along. It's incredible. It's blow your mind, isn't it? I, don't, I think it is. It's all in the words. I feel so honored that the Lord reveals all of this to me. Very, very interesting. The Lord's really mysterious and majestic and gracious and kind and righteous. And I think it's incredible because we need the Lord so much. And we need to be grateful as well to our Lord who is righteous and kind and full of love for his people.
So in order for us to claim our inheritance, we have to prove that we are the children of God. And this means that we need to demonstrate this in our conduct, demonstrating the love of Christ, the love of our brothers and sisters and love of our enemies, according to what Jesus told us to do. Jesus gave us a good illustration of what is expected, but also gave us redeemable atonement for our sins so that we have security in this. It also ensures that there is no room for anybody to be left out of the will of the Father, all according to his word, which is the truth, and the truth will set you free. Once you know the truth, you will be set free, as in your inheritance and claiming your inheritance only comes if you're part of the tribe of truth, which is separate to the tribe of lies, because truth is related to light and life and the word and Jesus which has been given to us by Jesus in us redeeming, in him redeeming us. And then we have also death, which is Satan, the devil, and darkness and lies. A completely different tribe of people. So also, what the Lord tells us is that they will be all harvested at the end. Currently, we're being harvested at the moment, according to what the Lord has shown me where there's a separation between the wheat and the tares. And this comes into play as it was spoken through the redemption statement. Because in this, the Lord is tallying up who is following him and who is not, because he cannot grant the inheritance or the redeemable atonement to anybody who does not fit into the truth village, if you like as in you have to be children of God. I think this is so amazing. All of this I got from the Lord, you know, as I was speaking this uh, and writing it down. It's just, it just confirms who God is and how amazing he is. And uh, I feel very humbled. Also today and yesterday, what really, really came across to me was we do need to be like children when we come to the Lord. And and there's so many elements to being children as well. It's that childlike trust and innocence and naivety and childlike faith that you receive from knowing the Lord. And it's so amazing because when you know the love of God, you know that there's nothing that can separate the love of God from you like the ocean. It's ongoing, ever going. It's just supernatural, joining us all together. But you have to be part of love to join it. As in the spirit, same. Um, There's no room for any little dark patches of hate because it will not flow down the river of life if there's any dark patches in it. That's what I think. Right. So, what have we got next? We've got the word redeem as well. (coughs) Um, Let's look at that. Got redeemable, redeemable, redeemed, deem, redemption, etc. Not so many words with redeeming, but very interesting. Because we've got the core, which is redeem. And then we've also got deem. We've got redeemed is my next heading. What does it mean? 
that the Lord redeemed us. Well, I believe it's a bit like a redemption statement. He made up the redemption figures, no matter what the cost is, no matter what the redemption statement states, it means that everything has been redeemed and is redeemable as well. And I think this is very interesting. My next heading is house deeds, will and inheritance. (laughs) So if you can see the word redemption statement relates to a house and deeds and a will and inheritance as well. It's also about redeeming. And so it's a spiritual thing that relates to the physical thing as well. The word has manifested into this reality and taken form in this reality to fulfill the word of the Father, who is the word in this reality, from a statement that the Lord has spoken because he is the word and he is the final, as in the beginning and the end, the alphabet. And we know the truth will set us free. So this all ties in with the redemption statement also, as this has to be executed. (laughs) So if you have a will, you have to have it executed in order to grant the inheritance. So there has to be a death for the will to be executed according to the word and the will and the New Testament of the Bible, which is also a new will and testament so that the children of God can get their inheritance because your deeds dictate your deeds, that you will claim for your inheritance according to what the redemption statement says that you have done and whether you have redeemed yourself through the love and the blood of Christ, which has already been granted and you have been purchased for a price, which is the blood of Jesus. But it's also about whether you've received it and whether you've redeemed it through that redemption statement for a final judgment where the Lord will sit and go through all of the final bits and pieces of your redemption statements to decide the ultimate closing statement as in the redemption statement according to his will and his word. What's so interesting here is that we can't stand before the Lord with anyone else, but we have to stand before the Lord on our own. And we have to demonstrate that we have received the redemption and we have acted according to the redemption statement terms and conditions, which is the Bible. So very interesting when the Lord starts to show me these things. I really do hope you've enjoyed this today, the sermon. It pretty much covers everything I wanted to say. So much in the words, it blows my mind. The Lord's love, the Lord's love for you is eternal. And uh, there's nothing that anyone can do to stop the Lord's love for you. Um, Your name is permanently engraved into the palms of his hand and nothing can stop the plan for God's, God's plan for your life. One final thing, as any redemption statement, when you were tutting things up, (laughs) you're topping things up with when, when you're tossing it up, you're totting up the interest rate on a on a statement, aren't you, as well? That's also about your interest. So very interesting. And that's relative because interest over, you know, 100 years is a lot of money. 
Sometimes the interest can supersede the value of the original sum as well. The Lord wanted me to show you that. So that's where he says, Lay not your treasures on earth where moth and, um, you know, material wealth can be stolen and, and decay, but put your wealth into heaven. Uh, put your treasures in heaven. My closing statement, the Lord, may the Lord's name be glorified everywhere in honor of your glorious plan. And according to what is written, may it be manifest and your name be glorified, your majestic magnificence be seen across the world. For what an amazing God you are. You're truly righteous, true and kind, loving, full of grace. All of these things we don't deserve, yet you've already provided in the redemption of your children through your statement, redemption statement, which was spoken long ago before creation began. You already spoke it, and now it is manifesting. What an amazing God you are. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Very amazing. Also, I just wanted to say, the redemption statement really does relate to the will as well, and the relevant uh, bits to these final days. We want to make sure that our names are written within the book of life and also the redemption statement of the Lord as in his word. All of this could could not be possible without the death of Jesus Christ and it could not be revealed until the end either because as it is spoken it needs to take life and come into the physical world and then its purpose is fulfilled in the physical world, manifesting itself in order for it to complete the sentence in the physical world as it was spoken, so that the will of the Father can be executed. For the inheritance and the redemption statement of everything will take place as in the revelation and the revealing, the beginning and the end, as there is nothing new under the sun, nothing new under the Son of God either, I think that's so very interesting. <laughs> and so, yes, uh, we're all redeemed if we wish to be. It's whether we believe it. If you're going to receive forgiveness, you have to make sure you've forgiven everybody. Otherwise, the plus is cancelled out by the negative. Um, so you've got opposing forces. You've got the plus and the negative, but like a magnet. But uh, you need both to power things up. So that's why you've got black and white, night and day, rich and poor, good and bad, and all that stuff. And that's why I think also you have to experience all these bad things so that you seek only righteousness. How would you know what bad is until you've experienced it? So I think that's what's currently going on in the world. The earth is an anagram for your heart. So it's all a refining process. And the Lord talks about us being refined through the fire. So we're going to remember that as well. <laughs> you know what's so amazing as well is um, 
is the Bible is written in such a way that no one will ever fully comprehend it. Um, and this is for the glory of, of the Father, so that no one can boast in knowledge. Uh, because the Lord is everything. And so when he created everything, he didn't give us a blueprint of how he did it because he He created us. And, and also, we as the created beings can't dictate to him how to run his kingdom um, because he is righteous and his thoughts are his thoughts and we, we don't know how to comprehend his thoughts. So, again, it's very humbling. Um, so anybody who comes to me and claims to know it all, I know that they don't know anything at all. <laughs> um, and it's reassuring because what, what this makes you realize as well that the Lord knows everything about everybody inside their hearts and um, he judges them according to what he sees. Um, so it doesn't matter what someone looks like on the outside appearance, what's inside. And we can't always see that, but the Lord can. And the revelation, of course, is uh, all about revealing. And uh, if you notice, you go to, before the altar of the Lord to pray. But also when you get married, you go to the altar and the, and the bride is unveiled only at the altar. Um, so in the same way, when you come before the Lord, you've got to lift your veil and let him see you for who you are. Come before the Lord as naked as he made you because he knows your inner parts. He created you, he decided how many hairs you'd have, everything about you, your personality, your characteristics. You're beautifully and lovely, lovely made, fearfully made. And uh, the way I see it is, it's all according to the will of the Father. And then at the end, all of the words connect up as in physical words, you know, people, as in letters of the words. And the Lord will look upon his creation and it will glorify him because he created everything. He is so amazing. Can you imagine all the people lining up before the Lord as he looks upon his creation and that his will will not return to him void? So those ones that fall away um, are not part of the word. And that's why there's got to be a separation because you've got the pretenders, haven't you? <laughs> and... Um, well, it's like having fake and real, because you've got God who's real, and then you've got the devil who's fake, because he's dead. Devil lived backwards, dead. So, But the devil always goes around copying everything that the Lord does, masquerading and pretending that he is God, wants to be God, but he can't be God. You can call a frog God, but it will never make that frog God, even if you keep shouting it until you're blue in the face. You cannot stop the word from being the word cannot stop the Lord from being the Lord, the Creator, your Father. And He is our Father, and a very loving Father. And He loves us unconditionally. And that's something else I want to talk about. There's a couple of people online 
and they're very negative um, about what happens to people if they sin and everything else. Yes, the consequences of sin is death. But what I found in some of the churches is that they make you feel like you're not worthy and you won't make it. They also don't really believe in Jesus. They, they talk about Jesus. But they don't really believe that Jesus is alive inside us. Uh, they also don't believe that demons can occupy people and they don't believe that you've got authority to cast out demons. And we have, we've got authority in the name of Jesus to step on serpents, cast out demons. And we've also got authority to show others the truth so that they've also got the equipment to fight the enemy and the darkness. Because the truth always overcomes the lies, just like the light always overcomes the darkness, because the darkness cannot understand it, cannot comprehend it, neither can it overcome the light. So, in the same way, there's nothing that can uh, stop the Word of God from manifesting and being true and being glorious for His own name's sake. He comes and rescues us for his own namesake, not because of who we are or that we were good, but because he loves us. Yes, which I think is very humbling also. <laughs> so it's not works also. Um, it's about grace and faith and, and seeking to please the Lord. Mm. Not worrying about what man thinks. Um, only worry about what the Lord thinks because he's the ultimate in control of everything though with the world as it is this is all part of the Lord's plan when you realize that then you have no fear when you realize that you're on the right team you're on the team of the Lord and all these people you can pray because we're all connected to one another yes we are and uh, so we all connect together so through praying we we have got all of the power that we need to overcome the enemy through jesus christ and so we've got to believe it it's all about believing in who you are as a child of god and i had uh, some issues years ago where someone had told me oh god doesn't love you anymore and this is a lie jesus came here for the sinner all right so this means he came for the people who aren't good enough for the world. They rejected Jesus. <laughs> so Jesus took on more than his own people. He opened everything up to everybody. So anyone could become a child of God. So what Satan used to destroy, God used to glorify his name even further for his holy name's sake. <laughs> and this this is very beautiful, very beautiful indeed. That they mocked Jesus and they killed him and they stuck a knife in his side. They made him drink vinegar. And he did all of that knowing this would fulfill the grand plan of the Father to give us life. And so we must remember that 
But also what gets up my nose is all of this was done according to the will of the Father, knowing his glorious plan, and other people put a dampener on it. And I think through falling in love with God and getting to know God at a one-to-one level, because we don't have to go to churches or through um, priests anymore, we can have this one-to-one relationship with him, the Holy Spirit comes inside you and your Holy Spirit talks to the other people's Holy Spirits because we're all connected. It's all beautiful. It's really beautiful. It means also that we're all equal in that we're all joined and we must love one another. And he gave us our own minds so that we, you know, can make our own minds up and think for ourselves and make our own decisions whether we want to be good or bad. But sometimes this can be a problem and we have disagreements. Um, But we have to remember that we're all, if we are saved and reborn in Christ, we're all on the same team. So we need to stop bickering with our brothers and sisters and, um, and pride needs to be thrown down the toilet. Yeah, and all unforgiveness also. We need to do a complete revisit to the mirror, like James says. You know, look in the mirror, make sure that you know who you are in Christ. You know, because he says these these wicked people are like people who look in the mirror and they cannot remember what they look like. Because lies are not real and they're not true so the same would apply if they were liars they'd look in the mirror and they wouldn't remember themselves because they don't really exist because the devil is dead and anything associated with the devil and death doesn't really exist only the truth exists the truth is real and alive reality this is what i've worked out so you know that the plan of the lord is real and that everything that's going on in the world is real. So this is true. And truth is the light and the life. So if you believe in the light and the life and the word and the truth, then nothing can overcome you and the demonic realm has no jurisdiction in your life because you're filled with truth. But if there's any lies inside you, then it means you're corrupted. Mm. So this is the only place you can get this uh, life force and forgiveness uh, and uniting with Christ is through the atonement of your sins on a daily level, daily prayer, daily sacrifice prayer, thanking the Lord for being our daily bread and our daily sacrifice. Regularly repent over the little things, you know, where you snapped at someone at the shop or whatever. And if you have, go back and say sorry. Try and put what you've done wrong right while you have time, while you're still here, demonstrating to the Father that you seek to be a good person and righteous and kind, representing Christ. Also remember, when you reject people, you're rejecting Jesus because Jesus is everybody. Think about that. When you go to walk down the street and someone is hard up and having a hard time, you got to look at them as if that was Jesus there, you know, if they're struggling. Because we're all joined. And so, also remember that the Lord's watching everything like a fly on the wall. Every little thing. There's nothing you can hide from the Lord. Nothing. 
those thoughts, those inner thoughts. So if you catch yourself thinking things, you got to repent, you know, bad things. Repent immediately. Seek only to be holy and pure and clean. Because we're in fleshly bodies and that contains our spirit and our soul, which has been purchased. So we've got to make sure that we still belong to God. He bought us, yes. So we've got to behave like we belong to him. And so we've got to look after ourselves and look after those other people who are also children of God and belong to God because we're brothers and sisters. So we've got to stand up for one another and unite in love and purity and spirit. It's not a competition. Um, this is about demonstrating the love of Christ to others. So we are a Christ-like figure to other people. Through what we do, it'll bring people to the Lord because they'll see the light inside you and want want some of that. <laughs> and they'll be like, I, I, want, I want some of that. And they'll seek to be part of the kingdom also. Yeah, so beautiful. So I think that pretty much covers everything I wanted to say. Mm. I love you all in Christ. And uh, remember that the Lord loves you. He thinks about you. He watches you. I wouldn't be surprised if the angels even discuss you, you know. And go, oh, there she goes. Well, there he goes. Look what he's doing now. Didn't he done? <laughs> like when you make a mistake, oh, dear, there's another boo-boo over there. When you do really well, it's like, oh, yay, praise. Every time someone hands their life to the Lord, all the angels sing in heaven. The Lord loves you so very much. And he does. And we are all joined together, but we are the temple as well. We are the church. We are the temple. We are part of the word because we're individual letters of it. And because he's the alphabet, we all join together in the alphabet, the alpha and the omega. When you know the beginning, you'll know the end because the alphabet joins us all together as in God, love, uh, the spirit, the truth, life, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm going to close with the sinner's prayer. And... Um, I pray you all have an amazing day on this Sabbath day. It's the 11th of February, 2023. This is Aisha from God FM closing with the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I know that I'm a sinner and I know you are the son of God. I believe in you. I wish to follow you. Please forgive me of my sins and please help me to forgive others if they've sinned against me or hurt me. And if I've done something to hurt others, please help me to fix it also. Please, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I'm washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I cast out demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan, and his cronies in the name of Jesus. Out you go. Mm -hmm. I have authority over serpents and demons in the name of Jesus. The realm of the dead has no jurisdiction in my life because I am part of the living, one and only 
living God, Jesus Christ, I thank you, Father. If my family have followed pagans, witchcraft, Satanism, Freemasons or the Masons or any tarot readers or any Ouija boards or pagan festivals, then I ask that you will forgive us and redeem us from any generational curses and break those curses and break those chains in the name of Jesus for me and my family, past, present and future. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I also remove all illness, which is so ill from the soil. And I ask that you will cleanse us and make us clean and healthy back to our original condition and that we will be pure and clean before you. In the name of Jesus, remove all demonic, evil, sin, darkness, death, and illness from all listeners. In the name of Jesus, I command you to leave. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I say, thank you, Lord. And I give you glory. Also pray for financial stability for all my listeners and for myself and all our brothers and sisters in Christ. So we have a roof over our heads, our animals and our children are taken care of. We have sufficient food and heating and uh, jobs if needed and financial resources to sustain us in this material world hmm. and that you can renew our strength in our spirit, glorify your holy name, that we will not be, in, be in, um, that we will not be an embarrassment to you, but be pleasing to you when we come before you, that we may be ready in the name of Jesus. I also pray for wisdom and understanding for me and for all my listeners and our children of God, all of us are spread across the world, that we can navigate this world. Please also let us shine the light of Jesus before others and be a good representation of your Son, Jesus Christ that others may also wish to join the kingdom, see the light and be enticed to join it, that we don't hide our lamps in the cupboard. <coughs> Let all the demons flee and be petrified of us as well. I pray this now in the name of Jesus. May your name be glorified all over the world. May everyone know who you are your majesty, your glory, your love, your grace, your righteousness, your holy name. May it be sung in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for saving a wretch like me. I don't deserve to be saved, but I know that you love me, and I thank you for that. I love you, Father. Thank you very much for saving me. Ah, thank you, Jesus. I'm saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's Aisha from God FM. I hope you have an amazing day. This is the end of the redemption statement. Shout, shout, and let it all out. Sermon. Take care. Bye-bye.